Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. you right to it because duke and arizona college basketball baby we're talking hoops right here on we can wager um they're all tied up at 67 duke number two in the country arizona 12th in the country they are in durham so uh the fan base should be the crazies should be out this is not the score that i was expecting i laid the five and a half with duke a number of reasons why uh again in durham the cameron crazies uh, also, Arizona, they lost four starters from last year. Meanwhile, the Blue, du- the, the Blue Devils, the Duke Blue Devils, um, they have four starters that came back from last year. Also, they had the number two recruiting class in the country. And big man Mark Mitchell was expected to play tonight. And sure enough, he did. They've got elite guard play. I also, I played the over here at 154. So right now, uh, Duke is up 69 to 67, and, uh, and Arizona just tied it up. 69-69 with about 46 seconds left in this game. So I don't know. My, gut, my gut's telling me that this is going to go into OT. We'll see what happens. Um, but I, I thought Duke at home uh, would, would have a better performance here. Again, I laid the five and a half earlier tonight, so that's not sitting well with me. Um, I was considering Texas A&M as my best bet tonight, and they were getting points on the road at Ohio State. And sure enough, that's the play that <laughs> that I should have went with with my best bet if you did tune in to ESPN Bet. So really excited. Um, some changes happening at ESPN. We are no longer daily wager. So this is really exciting. Like So again, just to remind you, a few months ago, ESPN went into partnership with Penn Entertainment. And so what's happening is that ESPN now has their own uh, sports book. And it's called ESPN Bet. And it's going to launch on Tuesday. So our programming and our show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 p.m., well, actually, uh, we're we're we call it dark, quote unquote. We're dark Tuesday and Wednesday. So really, we're Thursday through Monday um, is now no longer daily wager. It's going to be called ESPN Bet uh, from 6 to 7 p.m. during the week, 11 a.m. on Saturday, 9 a.m. on Sunday. Shameless plug, not so shameless. And so a lot of our content obviously will be um, to uh, to attract folks to go on to the ESPN Bet uh gambling site and to wager. So tonight we, it was our inaugural ESPN bet show. And so we were really, really excited about it. Again, my best bet was going to be Texas A&M. Obviously it's an inaugural show. You want to make sure you get your best bet right. Um, But a lot of reasons I like Texas A&M, this very well could be uh, the best team that Buzz Williams has, uh, has had at A&M. Uh, this, this Aggies team, they're just loaded. Uh, junior Wade Taylor, uh, arguably best point guard in the country. 
They've got eight players from last season uh, that made it to the the big dance, and now they're back in action for them. They added a a few more veteran, quote-unquote, wink-wink players from the portal. Uh, They've got great backdoor, backcourt depth and experience. And meanwhile, the Buckeyes, they've they've struggled in their season opener against Oakland. They only won by six, and A&M has uh, one of the nation's toughest defenses. Of course, they've held... Uh, Ohio State to to uh, to 66 points, so uh, that's where it stands right now, 73 to 66, and um, so I, I'm I'm feeling really good about this Texas A&M play. Uh, if you want to jump on it in game, I highly recommend you do so because I I, I think they are the play here. Um, and again, you've got you've got Duke. Now they're down to Arizona, 70 to 69, 70 to 69 uh, with 28 seconds left. So there's, there's that. Um, 800-919-3776, the phone number if you want to jump on board. Now's the time to do so. Uh, we've got a lot going on. So obviously you've got college basketball going on. You've got the NBA going on. And of course we are in the thick of our in-tournament Right, we're in our that quote unquote that in tournament, um, it, it, what is it called again? And by the way, we've got Joe and Chantel who are producing the show. What it's it's like it's in season. I'm sorry, it's in season tournament. That's right, the in season tournament. The in season tournament. That's what it's called. And so did not happen on Tuesday because it was election Tuesday. Um, but it's happening. To, so so these these in season tournament games are taking place on Tuesday and Friday. Okay. So it did not happen Tuesday. It's happening tonight. So you're going to see different courts. You're going to see different uniforms. And I know before we started the show, Joe, you were like, you can't get into the Celtics court. It's Celtic green, but it's all Celtic green. I thought the Bulls court was bad. This might be worse. This actually might be worse. I'm waiting for the next court before I hold my final distinction as, as to which court I think is the worst because I think the Knicks court with that orange is just going to be extremely visually off-putting. But right now the leader in the clubhouse for me is Boston. So, And, and a big reason why they're doing this is to, to just establish distinction uh, in regard to what nights will be the in-season tournament games and what nights will not be. Okay. So, um, so that's why they're doing this. So courts are going to look different. Uniforms are going to look different. Celtics are up on the nets right now. 81 to 63, 76ers, man, they're six and one in the season. They've covered all seven games so far, and they're about to cover eight, uh, eight minutes left in the fourth. They're up 94, 83 against the Pistons, uh, wizards up on the Hornets right now. So again, this is, is it this, I, I actually, and, and Joe and I have had this conversation. I actually like this in-season tournament. I'm actually a fan of it. But later on tonight at 10 o'clock, you've got the Lakers going up against the Suns. And, uh, and the, the Suns team, they're favored by two and a half. And I'd lay the points with the Suns. A few reasons why. Uh, number one, Phoenix, they're 5-0 and straight up, 4-1 and against the spread. Their last five home games against the Lakers, okay? This Lakers team, they're 3-9 against the spread. Their last 12 games against Phoenix. LeBron James, this is his first in-season tournament game, quote-unquote. 
and, and the big question here for a lot of these teams and a lot of these veteran players is, you know, do they care? Do they even care about this in-season tournament? Um, and and I, 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 don't, I don't have an answer for that in regards to LeBron. So I'll tell you what, the NBA cares. This is the most important thing that the NBA has, been, has, has ushered out in, in over a decade, if not two. So I'm sure they're hoping that LeBron James cares. But also, this is a Lakers team that they have not won on the road the last three games. And three of their last five losses, or I should say three of their five losses, they just, I mean, it was an, an, an annihilation. They didn't even come close. So Anthony Davis went from questionable to probable. So he's expected to play tonight, but he is de- dealing with a hip and a groin. So how much playing time will he have? I don't know. We'll find out. Vanderbilt and Vincent are out. Here's an interesting stat I came across. LeBron James on the court for the Lakers. They are a plus six point differential per 100 possessions. LeBron James off the court for the Lakers. They are a minus 35 points per 100 possessions. I'm going to repeat that because you, you may have thought that you misheard me and you didn't. Marinate in this for a second. When LeBron James is not on the court for the Lakers, they are a minus 35-point differential per 100 possessions. So, so much is riding on LeBron James. And dudes, listen, father time is not on his side. Big picture here. This is about the Lakers, um, you know, winning the regular season. This is about the Lakers winning the postseason. So a lot of load management expected this season for LeBron. This is a Lakers team. They're only shooting 31% from downtown. Very inconsistent offensively. So for the Suns, Devin Booker is out, but Bradley Beal is back, which is really key. It's really, really important. And um, and I expect him to play a, a few more minutes than he did against Chicago. So uh, again, I'm on the Suns. You could get them at minus two and a half. And that's probably my uh, my favorite NBA play coming your way. And, and of course, tip-off is at 10 o'clock. Uh, quick break. We come back. So, again, uh, just to bring you up to speed, right now, uh, Duke is down to Arizona. Arizona is up 74-71 with six seconds left. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um, love me some Texas A&M. And in college basketball was borderline my best bet tonight and and should have been because that final is 73 to 66. So there's that. And like I said, I, I like the Suns tonight against the Lakers and I'll lay the two and a half. So already 15 minutes into the show, got you some picks, got you some plays. We're going to have some college football plays for you. Uh, when we get back, let's. I, I I do want to talk about the Jets. They've got a very um, important and crucial game against the Raiders on Sunday night. Also, Paul Gutierrez, who covers the Raiders, is going to join us at nine thirty this evening to give us a, a look. I like to call it a, a sneak peek behind the curtain. What's going on with this Raiders team? So many changes that took place prior to them beating the Giants, yet they did. So what now? What can Jets fans expect as the Jets head out to Las Vegas as well? 
We'll dive into that. Uh, we'll also obviously hear from Cynthia Freeland. And uh, as always on Friday night, Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com, professional handicapper with his picks and his plays heading to week 10 of your NFL season. I've got some college plays for you. I do want to talk about the Giants and Daniel Jones and what's happening there. Where, where are they statistically, uh, probability-wise, in regard to getting the first pick of the NFL draft? We'll dive into all this. We'll get you ready for fantasy. Like I said, Cynthia Freeland is going to join us. So we're locked and loaded uh, for the next uh, you know hour and 45 minutes. So buckle up. Anita Marks with you. It's Week in Wager here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Do you want to chime in on the Jets, Giants, their spread this, this, this coming week, week 10 of the NFL slate, which kind of crazy. Um, again, Joe and Chantel are producing the show tonight. You, you guys take a look at this, uh, this Giants spread with the, with the Cowboys. Minus 17 points. Minus seven. Can we marinate in that for a minute? Minus 17 points. I have, and I'm laying the 17. I don't think the Giants stand a chance in this game with DeVito. I don't. I picked them in Survivor because I still have them. I picked them with the 17. I would pick any over for their offensive, for Pollard, for Lamb, for Prescott. I would pick the over for Sacks for the Dallas defense. I'd be all over that. Wow. Um, so Arizona just uh, just beat Duke 78-73. to Um in Durham. How about that? How about that? Boy, could I have not have been more wrong uh, in, in that in, in that matchup. Um, good thing I, I laid some money with Texas A&M. But nonetheless, again, Duke, they lose 78-73 to Arizona just now. Um, so, uh, ultimate... <laughs> At the end of the day, here a few things. Number one, 
if you watch the Giants game and when Daniel Jones went out, I, I don't know about you, but like I just felt like the Giants defense just like gave up. How do you like not one sack, very little pressure on Aiden O'Connell last week in, in, in Las Vegas. I just, and at the end of the day, listen, I know these are men making a, a boatload of money, but do you blame them? Right? Like, think about it. Like, like the way that the season is, I mean, the season has been, the Giants have gotten no breaks at all. The season has been like an absolute disaster for the Giants. Starting the season out that the way that they did, losing to very, very good teams. Um, Daniel Jones, the the injuries that took place in the offensive line, injuries to uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, Daniel obviously getting injured with his neck, being out a few weeks and then coming back. And then, of course, uh, then now, you know, dealing with the, the knee injuries. It's just now. Now it's now it's 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 big. It's it's like it's bigger picture here for the Giants, more so than anything else. And and I do want to because we're going to have uh, Paul Gutierrez who's going to be joining us coming your way in about ten minutes. So I I do want to spend some time talking about the Jets in that matchup. But at the same time, I want to share with you because I pulled this up in regard to the probability of um what what's going to happen with the uh with the draft um here we go okay so right now <clears throat> the Arizona Cardinals if the season was to end today the Arizona Cardinals would have the number 1 overall pick uh because they're 1 and 8 um their FBI probability of getting the number 1 pick is 32.6% but let's let's not forget Kyler Murray is coming off of injury off of IR and he's expected to start for Arizona. So I think Arizona is going to start winning some ball games because they're getting Murray back. Okay. So there's that. Um, the, uh, be- because Carolina lost and, and this might not be factual because Carolina lost. I think now they, they have leapfrogged above uh, the giants. And now, so, but, because Carolina lost, Chicago Bears have that pick. Okay? So, so it's, it's Carolina's pick, but it goes to the Chicago Bears, who, by the way, beat them last night. How ironic is that? But the Giants, let's, let, let's go to, so the Giants right now are sitting at three. Okay? They have a 24.5% chance of getting the number one overall pick. They've got a 90.4% chance of getting a top five pick and a 99.3% of getting the top 10 pick. And let's be honest, um, you know, they, they need to draft a quarterback because Daniel Jones is not going to be ready at the start of next season considering he tore his ACL in week nine. It's a good 12 months. It's a good 12 months. And you don't want to rush anybody back early. Not everybody is Adrian Peterson. So there's that. Um, and let's be honest. I, I mean, with the injury history for Daniel Jones, the Giants gambled with, with, with Daniel Jones. And unfortunately, it did not pay out. 
Now, I'm still a big Daniel Jones fan. Um, I, I still believe that he's a serviceable quarterback. I think he's a top 20 quarterback in the NFL. I just, I think, I think the Giants did him so many ways wrong from the get-go, from the start of his career here in New York. I just don't think this young man has really been given a, a real fair chance and a real fair opportunity uh, to have success in the NFL. Just my two cents. You know, there's there's teams out there and there are situations out there that um, allow players to fall into the right spot, right ownership, right head coach, right offensive coordinator, right team, right division, all the line, all the stars align properly. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case for Daniel Jones. So, um. At the end of the day, and I was talking to a Giants fan the other day, I, was, I, just, I said, you know, this might be a blessing in disguise because I love Drake May. And if I'm the Giants, I'm doing everything and anything possible to align myself so that I can get Drake May in this year's NFL draft. And I want him over Kayla Williams, and I want him over Penix Jr., and I want him over any quarterback. I, I love Drake May. Uh, and and I think the Giants are going to go. I think they're going to. Ha- I think they have to go for a quarterback. Uh, because I because obviously Daniel Jones is not the answer. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Um. Let's go to Sam in New Jersey. Sam, welcome in. Hi, Nina. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I was going to say um, that what you said about the ACL thing that was um, that was that was like perfectly said because. Everyone comes back from it differently. I was going to use a, a, an example from another uh, sport. It was a long time ago, but it was um, Derek Rose. And I think Iman Shumpert tore their ACL on the same day. And, and Rose notoriously took a longer time. I think it was like well over 500 days. And I believe Iman came back less than a year. And um, so, so that even though it's another sport, and this is a QB, and you were talking about a QB, I thought it was really relevant. And um, thanks for taking my call as always. Appreciate it, Sam. So, so just speaking from experience, I had seven knee surgeries, three ACL, four meniscus. Um, a lot of it is hereditary. A lot of it is how your body responds. A lot of it is, do you use your only your own patella tendon to repair your ACL? Do you use a cadaver uh, a patella tendon to repair your ACL? Both my my first ACLs, I used my own patella tendon. And then after that, I had to use a cadaver patella tendon to repair my third one, which I healed a lot faster because I didn't subject my knee to more injury because you're grafting your own patella tendon. You can also graft uh, a portion of your hamstring to repair your, your, uh, your ACL. So, so a few things go in. Number one is hereditary right? And how well you do in regard to recovering and responding to surgery. Um, the other is, you know, how your body, uh, processes scar tissue. And the other is how the, what, what surgery you decide to do. Now, um, I haven't had knee surgery in quite a while. We're seeing Aaron Rodgers walk around without crutches after a few weeks post, um, Achilles surgery. So obviously, uh, surgery is, is very far advanced right now, but typically 
especially knowing the Giants and know how conservative their medical staff is, I would say that it would be at least 12 months before they allow Daniel Jones to take the field and play again. But even beyond that, okay, even beyond that, the Giants, I think, are in a situation where um, they, they need to draft a quarterback. They, they need to draft their quarterback of the future, and this is the perfect year to do it. This is the perfect because there's so many great quarterbacks coming out. And out of all of them, again, my favorite is Drake May. Uh, I think he is, is Justin Herbert 2.0. And who wouldn't want Justin Herbert as their starting quarterback, right? Who wouldn't want that? All right, quick break. We come back. Uh, Paul Gutierrez is going to join us on the program. Uh, you've got this Jets team. Heading to lot. How interesting is that? Like Las Vegas, they take on the Giants last week. Now it's the Jets, two New York teams traveling uh, to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. And, um, and two New York teams who don't do well on the road. And I'm going to share this with Paul, but I'll share this with you right now because I find this to be really interesting. This will be the 34th night game for the Jets and Giants combined since 2018. And get this. Hope you're sitting down. They're combined a 429. Four wins and 29 losses straight up combined. Including 2-25 and 25 straight up in their last 27 night games. How about that? Since 2018, the Jets and Giants are 1-15 straight up at home at night. And they are 2-14 straight up in their last 16 road games at night. So things do not trend-wise, quote-unquote, wink-wink, do not look good for the Jets. Let's find out what's going on with the Raiders. So many changes last week, but they were still able to beat the Giants. And, of course, a big reason why was because Daniel Jones tore his ACL and left the game, and then the Giants were left with DeVito. But the, the Giants' defense did not help the situation either. Uh, what can we expect in this matchup? We'll find out next with Paul Gutierrez, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to 98.7 ESPN. And joining us is Paul Gutierrez. He, of course, covers the Raiders for ESPN, the uh, the next uh, opponent a New York opponent for the Raiders. They go from the Giants to now the Jets, and it is prime time. It's Sunday night. Uh, Paul, let, let's look back before we look forward, right? And and obviously a lot of changes. Uh, take us through the week that was Josh getting fired, Antonio Pierce becoming the interim coach, and in all that went on with this organization. Yeah, it's been uh, if it's if it's not something going wild on with the Raiders and it's not a regular Raider season. I mean, every every few years or so, it seems like the poles shift and uh, you have to kind of hit reset in the middle of a season. Um, a couple of years ago is John Gruden, um, you know, and then this year it's, it's it's Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler being being shown the door and and uh, the, the Raiders responding accordingly. I mean, really, if you think about it, the way they came out and, and showed out really against the New York Giants. Uh, a lot of emotion. They played with their emotions on their sleeve. They played as if they had not uh, played for a long time, certainly not under Josh McDaniels. And that's not a shot at Josh McDaniels, just the, the emotions they showed in that game, the emotions they showed during the week after the game, they had a cigar party, things that you don't really see in an NFL locker room during a regular season game uh, to improve to four and five, you know, they're like, a lot of fans were turned off by it. A lot of fans understood what it meant. It just simply meant that they were able to play without um, a lot of anxiety, without a lot of the feeling of somebody looking over their shoulders. They were just able to go out there and play. And that's what Antonio Pierce brings. Um, he just kind of lets them play as a former player himself for those same New York Giants. Um, he understands what the players kind of need. And he's not that far removed from playing himself. He last played in 2009. So yeah, he's in an interim level, and it just feels like a brand new day, so to speak, um, because the the old way just was not – it simply was not working. Um, so, again, it wasn't just firing the head coach. It was the head coach, the right. general manager, the offensive coordinator, and then, of course, the benching of one Jimmy Garoppolo and yep. Aiden O'Connell coming in and, and quarterbacking. Um, talk about Aiden O'Connell. Talk about his performance. You know, you could look at it and say, you know, he he had a solid game, no bells and whistles. Not that he was going to win your fantasy football match for you, but he did help <laughs> the Raiders win. And and the Giants' defense uh, really did not look stellar. So uh, give give us some insight on O'Connell, please. Yeah, it was his second uh, start. He actually started one game in Week Four at the Chargers when uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was out with a concussion. And you know that game, he held on to the ball entirely too long. He was uh, sacked seven times. He turned the ball over three times himself um, in that game. So when he got the opportunity now, again, he was playing as if he didn't have to look over his shoulders because heading into that game, as Antonio Pierce said, you know, Aiden's the guy going forward. So when you have that kind of trust instilled in you from your coach, um, you're just going to go out there and manage the game. And that's essentially what he did against the Giants. He managed the game. He they weren't looking at him to win the game per se. They were looking at the defense to do that. They were looking at Josh Jacobs, uh, the running game to get it going and, and, and win the game that way. So they just didn't need him to make any quote unquote mistakes. And sure enough, offensively, they did not turn the ball over for the first time all season long. Meanwhile, the defense was getting uh, a lot of takeaways. So that's what they needed out of him at that point. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they need out of him going against a much better, much more ferocious defense with, with what the Jets bring to town. But but in terms of what he is, I mean, you know, he was the last pick of the fourth round. He was kind of an I'm not going to say he was an afterthought, 
but he was the guy that the Raiders had to take at that spot in the fourth round because there was a run on quarterbacks and you knew the Raiders were going to have to draft somebody at some point and he was their guy. So I'm not saying he's Mr. Right, but he's definitely Mr. Right now. You know, it's interesting, Paul, because, you know, these te- these two teams pretty much, I-, I think they mirror each other in a number of ways, especially on the offensive side of the ball, right? The Jets are winning with a formula uh, telling Zach Wilson, just don't turn the ball over. If you don't turn the ball over, leave it up to the defense, uh, we'll win games. Um, Aiden O'Connell, don't turn the ball over. Let's get a heavy dose of, of Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, yep. and really, uh, you know, rely on, on the rushing attack. Uh, and hope that this defense uh, can 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 you know bring some plays home. What what do you think the formula is going to be for them this week against, like I said, a Jets team that I think kind of mirrors them in a number of ways? Similar. It, 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 they want to establish a run, and, and anybody would tell you that you, games are won and lost at the line of scrimmage anyway. So if they can establish the run, the Raiders, that is, that's their formula. But they also they got a pretty good receiver in Devontae Adams, too, that if and when he gets single coverage, uh, they're going to be looking at him. Jacoby Myers has been a revelation for the Raiders this year. He's a, he's a solid number two, but he's been putting up some number one numbers uh, along the way, too. And, and uh, you know, Josh Jacobs likes to catch the ball at the backfield as well. So they've got a lot more options offensively, I think, than the Jets do. Um, but again, it's, I think it just literally comes down to the Jets defense against the Raiders offense. And because the other way around, it kind of cancels each other out. I think the, the Raiders have more weapons on offense. It's just a matter. Can that offensive line protect Aiden O'Connell long enough to find those weapons down the field. And when they started against the uh, chargers in week four, that was not the case at all. Um, You know, this is going to be a really fun matchup to watch, right? Um, With, with Adams going up against sauce Gardner. Right. Uh, talk about the frustrations that he's had this season. And, and you saw it, you know, it's hard to wear, you know, he does wear his emotions on his sleeve. It's hard not to be frustrated when many people feel that he's one of the best, if not best wide receiver in the NFL, but unfortunately is not getting the opportunities for a variety of reasons. I'm sure. How has, how has, how has Devonte added, how has he responded to the change of Aiden O'Connell like how, how does how what's his mentality heading into this game against the Jets yeah Devontae I, w- I would say is the ultimate pro um in terms of how to handle the situations that, that come to him he's he's kind of the anti-diva diva re- receiver because when you think of the great receivers of all times they're all the, the just throw me the damn ball right or, or you know the Keyshawns or or the the Tos, the Antonio Browns, the Randy Mosses. You think of the diva receiver, and he's anything but that. And I did a story on him earlier in the year where Jacoby uh, Myers told me said, "Yeah, he's got every right in the world to be that guy, but he's not." So the frustration though has been bubbling up, and you, you saw it on Monday Night Football and, and Josh McDaniels' last game as head coach when when Jimmy Garoppolo missed him a couple times when he was wide open deep and he slams his helmet in the ground and. Says, you know, if you could read his lips, you could see exactly what he said. And he's tired of this stuff. He didn't say stuff, but you know, you could see exactly what he's talking about. Um, but his whole mindset has been this: it's fine if he's not getting the ball, so long as they're having success or the offense looks right. It looks good in his mind, and um, that wasn't happening. He wasn't having any individual success. They weren't having any having any team success either. So that's where the frustration was coming from. After this last game, he didn't put up monster numbers. But the offense looked better. And that's what he told me after the game was, this is, this is how it was supposed to look. 
Does he want more more balls thrown his way? Absolutely. Who wouldn't? But as long as they're having success, as long as they're winning games and and the offense is not out of whack, then he's fine with that. At least that's what he says publicly. You know, this is going to be Zach Wilson's first career game uh, on the Pacific time. Uh, his previous three West games were in the mountain time zone, hmm. not the Pacific. Uh, he's two and one straight up as well as against the spread. And here's a really interesting uh, trend stats that I came across. This will be the 34th night game for the Jets and Giants since 2018. Um, they are combined four and 29 straight up, including two and 25 straight up in their last 27 night games. Since 2018, the Jets and Giants are 1-15 straight up at home at night, and they are 2-14 straight up in their last 16 road games at night. That's so, interesting. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. and, and again, I, I think it's also interesting, again, coming off of you know your game against the Giants and then now heading into a primetime game against the Jets, it definitely lends that the trends are very much in the Raiders' favors. Uh, with that being said, before I, I let you go, I'm just curious to get your thoughts on on game script and how you think this is going to play out. A lot of people feel like this is going to be like a come down moment for the Raiders, right? Really big, really hyped. They won. They beat the Giants, smoking cigars in the locker room. Mm -hmm. It's through for Antonio Pierce. H how has this team now gotten refocused this week for the Jets? And do you feel that this could be a letdown spot for them? Well, the locker room has definitely been a lot more mellow this week than it was um, definitely after the game. But even last week, you, you had the sense like the first thing we saw when we went in the locker room after uh, Antonio took over was there was a, a basketball hoop put up. You know, it's like a little pop a shot kind of a thing. But there was a hoop up and Devontae Adams was putting on a show for all the cameras and for everything. And then, you know, you had the Friday dance party out there on the field before practice where they have a dance off that 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 happened the end today. But the locker room has been very, very mellow. So in terms of a, a, a come down, I think they, they just kind of realize that, look, there's a time to have fun. There's a time for business. And it's not all business. It's not all fun. They have to find that that yin and yang, of, so to speak, of it. So that's where I, I believe they're, they're trying to go right now is to figure that aspect of it out. And the more they win, the more they have success, then that's going to breed the fun too. So yeah, it's interesting that uh, it was only two weeks ago, two short weeks ago when they were on Monday Night Football. And they were embarrassed. And Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler paid for it with their jobs. Less than two weeks later, they got their own home game. And per Vivid Seats, I, I tweeted it out earlier, um, they're expecting 77% of the crowd to be Raider fans, which is a huge number considering visiting fans usually take over the stadium. And they, they have this far thus far anyway. So that, that also speaks to an, an, uh, an energy of the fan base that they want to come and they want to see this team and um, support them. And you didn't see that earlier in the year when, when different teams are coming in, when the Steelers fans took it over, when the Packers fans took it over, when even the Patriots fans had a, a sizable contingent in there. So it's going to be real interesting to see how that side of things pays off for the Raiders. Paul, thank you so much for spending some time with us, uh, giving a, a, a little look behind the curtain, so many changes uh, that have yeah. taken place in the last week plus for this Raiders team. So really do appreciate your time. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Shout out to my old neighborhood, 89th Street, 2nd Avenue, Upper East Side. Used to live there in the late 90s. There you go. All right. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Uh, still a lot more coming your way right here on 98.7 ESPN.